fight me. Hello and welcome to Bite, Bite Me. Me. My name is Julia Steyer. And I'm Bacola Ogunmola. And I love vampires. And I do not. And y'all, we have been busy. Like, yes. we miss you guys. We miss you so much. I hope you miss us. Shout out to Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi, mom. Sorry. I can't even you say can't, Catherine you can't on say the Catherine. podcast. I, I'm sorry, mama. I panicked. I went, mom. I'm so sorry, mama. Sorry. Um, but what have you been up to? Where, where have we gone? Um, we have gone places. We have done things where we've both, uh, done a show, done auditions, done, Julia got a new job. It's just been a whole thing. Nicola's in a whole summer stock I'm show. I'm in a whole which, summer stock show. For those show. of you who don't know, is just all your time. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's monopolizing my time. Julia is trying to date a vampire, as always. You know, that's the usual stuff. And actually, but. I just had a birthday, and everyone is supporting yes. me in this search for a vampire. I got a... Okay, this is... I was going to tell you this after the recording, but might as well say it on here. I got a candle called The Vampire. Ooh. Carrie gave me a rom-com candle called Sexual Tension, which yeah. I feel like fits in with the vampire. Yes, it does. Um, Francesca, who you guys all know and love because she's been on here many times, got me Vampire The Rivals. And it's this very cool, very complicated, like strategic card game. There was like a million pieces. We're still learning how to play it. Nice. We tried and we actually had to stop because it was like one in the morning and we still were like, can't Everyone was out. like, how do you play this? <laughs> and then I got Danny, who was on here for uh, Hotel Transylvania, yes. mm-hmm. got me this really cute Vampire Diaries mug that has a bite oh. out of it. Oh, my gosh. And it so says, cute. love sucks. Oh. So everyone's really supporting the Vampire Drive. Yes, I support it. Um, I got her a kettle. She got me a kettle and she got me a coffee maker. She's, she's supporting me for those long nights when I am editing and I need coffee. I That's got true. instant hot water. That's no, I love true. it. I told her it makes me feel so fancy. Yes. I also, and I don't have the gift with me. I did actually for your birthday get you a leather skirt. What? Yeah. It's full oh. leather, but I did. Yeah, she doesn't know this, so she's hearing this for the first time. It's at my house. That's why I was trying to go home before I came to the recording. But... We're all figuring this out together. Yeah. So Wonder- oh, I'm I know. so excited. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, I, then you know, because you know, she likes to vamp. She know? knows me. I'm very, yeah. I'm very honored how much all my friends know me. Yes, it's become my whole personality. Not this, your whole personality. This podcast but, uh, has basically become my whole. Per- I send you vampire memes at like two in the morning. You do. It is my whole We have to talk about that. No, we don't. You love it, and oh. you know it brings a smile to your face. Oh, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, speaking of sucking. Uh, we are watching <laughs> the appropriately named Suck. Yes. Um, S-U-C-K. I don't know how else that could have been spelled. Suke. Suke. Success eludes members of a struggling rock band until their bassist goes home with a pale-looking fan and comes back a vampire. A pew, 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 pew. This sounds so funny. This I think great. it's a Canadian film. Oh, um, I love the Canadians. Shout a, out to Canada. Shout out to Canada. It's very much a horror comedy, which mm-hmm. means it's not going to be scary. It just means it's supernatural themed and is going to be funny. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, that's true. It got a six out of 10, though, which I feel like for like lesser known movies. That's pretty high. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. And it's only an hour and a half. Fun. So I think it's going to be just jam packed. Yep. With. Um, I think it's gonna be super corny. Like, it, oh yeah, what year is it? Oh, that's a good 20, question. Twenty. Uh, I'm gonna say oh six. I'm gonna guess two thousand nine. Ooh, I was close. Yeah. look at me. Oh my that was gosh, just about that time. <laughs> Alice Cooper is in here as the bartender. Stop and it. And it's also starring Iggy Pop. 
<gasps> oh my gosh, that's awesome. So it's going to be like an actual rock movie yeah. with vampires. I love this for us. I got a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's And that's because Rotten Tomatoes is sometimes rotten. You there know? you go. There you go. No, I'm actually really looking forward to this one. I'm just happy that we're watching a movie again. And yes. we're, we're back in our little recording corner. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for this because I feel like it's just going to be light and silly and yes. like kind of what both you and I need after just like a long week. Yes. And I also feel like there's something so delicious about these like campy vampire ones because yes, like we've watched enough now that we're in on the jokes yeah you know and yes. so we're like oh we get it like that's again like i still think about how hard we laughed when they put holy water in the water guns yes. you know what i mean like yeah i feel like we've just gotten to the point where we're like you know what we've succumbed to the like the cheesy tropes and we're here for them yes now, please go back and find out how many times I said yes, because I can't remember. <laughs> but I fully supported everything you just said, Julia. I'm sorry. You are so close to the mic, and you're so tired that you sound like a late-night jazz host. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight. It really was like, hey, I'm Bacola, and I'm going to play one for all you lovers out there. Whoa. What? When did I become Southern? When I, like, what? <laughs> when did I become Southern? When you become tired, you go a little Southern. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know where the South is. I, I don't know her. She doesn't know me. Um, okay. Um, okay, so what do you think is going to be in this movie? Like, do you think there's going to be some suckage? Uh, oh, definitely. I think this is going to be one of those where they're trying to be kind of sexy about it. Ooh. Like, you know what this reminds me of? Like, this what? is giving me similar... Uh, I guess it doesn't remind me of anything because I haven't seen it yet. But it's giving me <laughs> the vibes of Queen of the Damned. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I see what you mean. Except it'll be funny. Yeah, I think it'll be funny. I think it'll Question be really mark? campy. And I, what I'm hoping is that, like, my issue... What my issue was with Queen of the Damned is that it felt like one of those movies that was, like trying to be sexy and was like doing those things where it was like oh we're gonna put him shirtless and her in a teeny tiny top and you guys are all gonna go wow it's so sexy whereas like it wasn't it was like awkward a lot of the times mm -hmm. like when he was you know when he was like crawling towards them it was mm -hmm. like you could tell that they wanted yeah. us to think it was, sexy. it was sexy but the thing i maybe it was sexy for that time maybe and we're just so desensitized to nudity that's real that like actually. when i see naked people on screen or on stage the first thing i'm thinking is why aren't you wearing clothes is this justified in this scene yes like, is it necessary for you to be naked right now because a lot of the times it's not it's for like wow factor and yeah. that's what they were doing so then i think the wow factor thing works now i need to know why i'm looking at your nipples why are we making eye contact and if it's not necessary put your shirt back on that's so f – do you feel that way for both ma men and women? Ye well, men less so because we, really we live in a – Yeah, because yeah. we live in a sexist society. Men less so. But even sometimes for the men, I'm like, this is just distracting because now I'm not – it doesn't matter what you look like. Your nipples are looking oh at me. Oh, my God. They are looking me dead in my eye, and I don't understand why. Uh, my issue with nudity is as an actor myself, I spend the whole time being – like when I see nudity being like – well, did someone give her a robe between takes? That's what I'm Was thinking Was it cold? Too. Oh, how did they get that shot I'm without things that. actually touching? Like, I feel more uncomfortable for, like, the actor and yes. the actor's safety. Yes. And so it takes me out. And I wonder if non-actors have that issue because oh. they're not having to think about, like, oh, what would I do if I suddenly found myself in that situation, situation. where I had mm -hmm. to be like, I don't really feel like nudity is justified in this. Or, like, yes. is this, you know. And yeah. now that they have, like, intimacy coordinators and stuff. It like, feels so much better. Yeah. But even back in those days where it's like, now you're going to, like, even when you hear about 
about some of the stuff on like the Euphoria set where it's like, well, now we're going to have for Sydney in uh, like topless for this whole scene. Why? Yeah. Why? Everyone else is fully clothed. I don't even know what the weather is because she doesn't have a shirt on and this man is in a full Kooji outfit. Like he's got a full velour suit on <laughs> and she doesn't have a shirt on and like pum pum shorts. Like why? What is the weather? somebody's cold or hot or like what what's happening and i also feel like that they've done like there are a lot of actors and actresses who won't do nudity and they still do sex scenes and they still do sexy scenes without actually show i mean there's definitely implied nudity but i just feel like we've proven that we can do intimate scenes without actual nudity that that sometimes it does feel gratuitous yes 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 but but back to suck all that to say all that to say that i i because this is a comedy and it's probably pg-13 and it's from good old canada i don't think there will be nudity i don't really i feel like there will be alice cooper anything alice cooper is in strikes me as a little grungy so you see that man's body I don't think we see his body. But somebody's body has to be in it. That's in his writer. Somebody has to be semi naked on set. He's got he's got a rock a rocker thing to uphold. You know what I mean? That's true. He's like, I'm rock and roll. We got eyeliner. Anyway, I think I don't know because I feel like this was probably like, was this made for TV? Probably not. (laughs) I'm sorry. Please, the makers of suck. I don't mean to offend you. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that good? Isn't that good that you don't think it's made for tv i don't know if it was made for tv because like when you say something's a horror comedy that's rock and roll i don't know what (laughs) to expect sir ma'ams like i expect um neck biting because it's called suck so we're gonna see some neck biting we're gonna see a little bit of blood i think it's gonna be a maybe a little bit sexy in like a made for tv kind of way and like a pg-13 kind of way that i love that's my jam um that's that's the sexy i can handle that is the sexy i can handle and the sexy i feel comfortable with because my imagination is way worse than whatever you can show me you know what i mean and that's spicy but that's exactly what we should be working towards having people use their imagination than just showing i don't know showing is just not as interesting um to me no that's so interesting what do you think there's going to be in terms of like do you think there's going to have any of the classic tropes besides the sucking like Um, do we think it's going to be campy in the way of uh, yeah like garlic and mirrors and holy water or do we think it's going to be more like i don't know like do we think it's going to be like an extended music video like some of them have oh my gosh i didn't even think think about that that wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind that wasn't even thought that like was in the same state as me like wow julia you wow you really just blew minds right there i don't know yeah i'm not gonna lie to you i'm worried now i know because if i have to sit through an hour-long musical like one music video music I'm a, I'm finna be upset after after the like three minute flying scenes in the Lost Boys. I oh. like don't trust anything that people are like. Listen to it for the music. Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm so sorry. I just like basically Did you have a flashback just now. I just <laughs> I feel like I just peaked the mic right now. I was so wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. You brought that back. You brought that back for me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I do. I think that there will be. I think there will be an Italian ooh like store involved. An Italian store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they'll have like the spaghetti joke with the garlic. Oh, like or something an like Italian that. restaurant. Yeah, you know what I meant. <laughs> no, I didn't. I Italian t- stores is where they sell Italian food, whether you call it a restaurant or not. <laughs> I was picturing like a small little Italian market and like what? Where you they said sell where? Store. What they? What would they sell at this Italian store? I in your know. mind exactly garlic food. exactly um bottles of wine Ooh, um, with garlic in it 
<laughs> oh no oh no Ew. you meant bottles of wine isn't like representing blood no no it. i actually oh. meant bo- i was thinking i was going down the italian store oh okay and lace not- needlepoint needlepoints of the virgin mary okay girl Very i come from an old italian house oh my gosh would that be great though i think that they'll be ha- they'll have some of that i think there will be some religious connotations but more like in the fun. rock world though i think there'll be a cross i think so i think that oh, i would you know fit what? perfectly Remember with the grungy stuff in like 2008 when everyone was wearing like those black beaded rosaries like as necklaces yes i do remember that but i was so young Oh, yeah, that's right. You were just learning to walk. Yeah. Yeah. I was the baby. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I do remember that. I remember that was a thing. My mom wouldn't let me do it. She was like, you are Catholic and that is not how you wear rosaries. I was like, but all the cool kids are doing it. And then I was a nerd from then on out. It's okay. My I'm Christian and my parents were like, absolutely not. You know too many Catholics. What are you doing? You know that's not how you wear it. You know that's not how you do it. Do you know all the Hail Marys? Put that down. And I was like, you right, my bad. <laughs> But that is very true. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's going to be that gothic, that like yeah. weird, like neo-religious, neo-gothic Ooh. Um, mix. Like I feel like I uh-huh. feel like this is going to be an extended music video and emo fashion show. Oh man, I I don't know. <laughs> oh man. And then all, Alice Cooper is going to be like the sage elder who gives advice. All so. dip in the bar. Yeah. All dip. Okay. Okay. It's not going to be that, right? I'm preparing myself. <laughs> oh, I do turn Southern. I hear it. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. It's going to be, we having a good time today. We're going to have a good time tonight. Dun, dun, dun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> please continue to tune in. We're going to go watch it and see if anything we just said is anywhere near true. Oh, anywhere oh, near that's true. that's our or, new screen. Play. Or if that's our new screenplay, you 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 heard it here, you heard it first. <laughs> oh my um, gosh! Go watch suck, and then come back as we talk about suck. <laughs> bye. bye. Well, not bye. We'll see you in a couple. Bite me. And we're, we're back. back. Okay, so I 100% called it she on being so right. an extended music video. That's exactly what it was. I think. Francesca watched with us for a little bit, and she I did. think she looked it up like a couple minutes in, and I think all of the main characters were an actual band. Oh, that's cool. I think that's what she was saying. Oh. She was like, "Oh," and I can't, I wasn't sure if she was saying it was the vampires band or the actual lead singers, lead singers band. Yeah, but that just covered for the. It was good. Should we try to piece together a synopsis? Um, sure. You start. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So there is this Canadian band, yes. and they're really struggling. They're kind of like an emo punk band, I would say. Like, uh-huh. not quite screamo, but, like, definitely, like, moody. Yes. And it's four guys and one girl. See. And her name is Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, clear that she's kind of been, like, causing problems for the band. Like, she's a junkie, or she, she was a junkie. Yeah, she, she was an addict. Yes. She used to date, like, the lead singer of the band, and so, like, that's definitely causing some tension. Yep. And one night at a show, this really creepy guy – like, the funny thing is in most vampire movies, Mm -hmm. like, the vampire is kind of just, like, hot or, like, a little pale or, like, a little bit creepy. Mm -hmm. He was all of those things. This guy was so creepy. Like, I took one look at him and it was like, no, he's clearly a vampire. He's obviously a vampire. He (laughs) has blue eyes. So these vampires have blue eyes. Strikingly blue eyes. And then, Not like Julia blue eyes. No, not like Julia blue eyes. Like, like Zoe Deschanel blue eyes. (laughs) Um, Love Zoe Deschanel. (laughs) That was mean. Um, No, I love Zoe Deschanel. No, I know. Um, It's just, it's startling when you don't have those, like, when you see her without the bangs and it's just blue eyes looking oh at God. you 
my gosh. <laughs> is that what you think it's about like, me? It's like a white walker. When I'm just like looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, when your hair is really dark, like, you know. I look scary. No, it, it's very pretty. It's <laughs> striking. You. He was like very like weird, like obviously a vampire. Yes, like, 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 like you could pale. see his fangs. Like, yes, all of his He was wearing like a gothic looking outfit. He had, yes. he had like. What looked like the teeth of saber tooth tigers around his neck. Yes, which was actually a really cool touch, like you it were was, saying. Yes. And then he lures her back to his house. And then and that's when the first part of the music video. Yes. And then we realize that music happens whenever people want it. Like it just happens. <laughs> it just happens. Like they just break out into song. So this guy literally starts singing and the chairs start spinning and then he has other vampire friends over. Which I will admit the production singing. design of that was really It cool. was gorgeous. But she starts writhing on the ground at some point. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. There were a lot of other vampires there. It was a lot. That we never see again. That we never see again. They were like, they were day players. And she comes back the next day. Yes. Um, She meets, her band has left without her because they're like, we have a gig in Montreal. You were late. We got to go. Yes. So they get to Montreal. They're playing. And she just like shows up. She shows up. And, uh, and she got a, she hitched a ride with another band, but ate them on the way. <laughs> But ate them and then goes, they're not coming. And they're like, why would they give you a ride all the way here but not come? She was like, I don't know. I don't ask no questions. Yeah. I was like, okay, Jennifer. But she comes, she's pale. She's got striking blue eyes. She now has like red highlights in her black hair. Yes. Um, She's looking cool as hell. Yeah. And so they are playing and the crowd quickly falls in love with her. Like every place they're going, they're like, oh Mm. my God, that bassist is so hot. She's so cool. Yes. Da, 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 da. Mesmerized by this woman. And they finally realize she's a vampire when they literally see her eat someone. Yes, And they're like, oh my God. They have like a whole band talk about it. And they're like, okay, you can only drink cow blood. You can't turn any of us into vampires. You can stay in the band and we'll continue rocking and rolling. Yes. And so they do that, but then she turns one of the other members of the band, and he turns another member of the band. Yep. And by the end of it, they're all vampires. They Except become... for poor Hugo. Oh my god, Hugo. Who's a French-Canadian, and is basically the Renly of the group. Yeah. Where he's like disp- uh, disposing Renfield. of bodies. Renfield. Sorry, <laughs> Renly. Disposing of bodies. He's the Guillermo. He is the Guillermo. That's exactly what he is. He is Guillermo, because she promised to change him, and she never does. She never does. Poor and he's, Hugo. And he calls her out on He's like, oh, you changed everybody else, but no Hugo. I don't know if that was even a wow, French accent. That was nowhere near. Was it kind France. of Italian? I don't. Think I'd love so to bad. hear yours. Mon chéri, you, because you know everybody got to say. I do actually know a French Canadian. We might have her on the show soon. I know a French Canadian, but she does not have a French accent. She doesn't have. She has. so so by the end of it. Oh, and, the and there's also a Van Helsing character, but they call yes. him Van Helsig. Yeah. I don't know why they took the N out. I don't think he's a copyrighted character. Hey, they did what they did. I don't know. And exciting. he comes to them and he's like, hey, I got a way to make you guys humans again. Mm-hmm. We have to kill this big bad vampire named Queenie. See. He was the one. <laughs> thank you. He was it's the one. <laughs> he was the one who turned Jessica. Mm-hmm. And she in turn turned all of you. See. And if we kill him, you guys will all become humans again. And that's an interesting because I have heard that trope before mm-hmm. of um, it's a big one in the Vampire Diaries with the uh. original, when the original vampires come in of like, if you kill one, one of, of the, the originals. originals, everyone they've ever sired dies. So Ooh. this one was interesting that it was instead of dying, they all just like return to their human, human yes. form. So they do it. They kill him. 
they become humans again, and then they get literally so bored that at the end, Alice Cooper shows up and is like, um, I'm, I'm a much older you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm one of the OG I'm vampire. an older, older vampire. Because they're like, yeah. no, I, what actually, what I did like, because they were like, no, we killed the queen. He was like, no, you killed a 300 vampire named Queenie. A 300 year old vampire, vampire named, named Queenie. Queenie. Sorry. Queen. We also, they said the word suck so many times that we started drinking every time they said suck. So we I'm a little a tipsy time. because they said it a so lot. So many times. Um, in case we were unclear about what the title of the movie, <laughs> the movie was. was. But with that very loose and kind of sl- messy yeah. <laughs> synopsis, yep. tell me your thoughts, Bacola. I quite enjoyed it. It, the music is actually not bad. It is very, um, on brand. On brand. And it's very <laughs> spot on. Yeah. So like, they'll be like, this is what it's like to feel high. It's yeah. like, but, and then it'll be somebody that's high or it'll be like, um, she was a vampire. And it's like, a uh, vampire. Yeah, exactly. We're like, yeah, we just, we, we know she's secret. a vampire. Exactly. Or my favorite was when, um, they turned the main vampire is like, she's bad and she sucks. And I was like, okay, so you just told the whole, what happened to you? I enjoyed it. I especially enjoyed when they ate that radio guy because he was very annoying. I, you know, that's so funny. I was like, this man is so they have this guy, Rock and Roger or something. Yeah, yeah. he's like the um, uh, omnipotent um story narrator. narrator yeah, yeah. He, he was he was in this movie what Bacola was at the beginning of this podcast, being very like, hello all. <laughs> I was like, Bacola, it's you. She did but say that. <laughs> the funny thing is, is so he was a total jerk mm-hmm. when he was interviewing them, but he had a great radio voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I was like, I totally get why this guy has lasted as long as he did. Yeah. He, um, he was yeah. already saying stuff like, hey, if I've ever been with you, um, make sure you go to the doctors. And we're like, did you go around giving people uh, stuff? Like, that's so terrible. Remember when he yes, was like at the beginning? Yes, when I was just talking about his voice. Oh, yeah. I was just saying he was a terrible person. So, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah. sad when he got eaten. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, he was... <laughs> um, at all. Like, that's terrible to say. But, like, I was just like, mm-hmm. But yeah. the funny thing is they turned that into a press thing. Yeah. They were like, wow, you know, the audiences are eating that up. What a great stunt. And they were like, no, no, you don't understand. That wasn't a stunt. We, we literally yeah. killed that man. And their, their manager was like, we'll worry about that later. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, just say no comment. Just yeah. keep saying no comment. <laughs> and I was like, um, what? Um, that was really good. I did, uh, yeah, the music was good. The storyline was pretty good. Like, it's clear. I, you don't have to be uh, freaking like a baby genius to understand it. Yeah, but there was a storyline. I liked it better than Queen of the Damned, yeah. which is what we kept comparing it to. We did. We kept talking about that. We were like, this one isn't trying to be sexy. Nope. Um, which actually is something that I didn't catch that Bacola caught when right before we, you know, hit play was that Amazon had actually categorized it as a parody. A spoof. A spoof. A spoof. C-C. Um, So that made a lot more sense. And I like when they do that because then we know that they're not taking themselves super seriously. Yeah. And I think it gives us a lot of leeway to be like, okay, this That's is funny. absurd. Yes. And it knows it's absurd. Whereas sometimes some of the other ones we've watched were like, this is absurd, but they're trying to be oh. sexy. And yeah. I think that was our issue with Queen of the Dam. Yeah. Is like we were talking earlier about the scene of him like crawling towards the groupies in oh Queen of the Dam. And we were like, okay, we can tell this is supposed to be sexy, but this is just so absurd. Yeah. And uncomfortable that yeah. it's not. Not. <laughs> not even in the slightest. It's interesting because like, because it was a, a categorized as a spoof, they took it so hyper they took it so <laughs> serious that it gave us leeway they they just gave us more space to laugh yes 
That's just, that's the best way to say it. Like it was funny because in their world it was very serious, and in their world the sky sometimes turns red. And when yes. the vampire talks, lighting turns red out of nowhere, <laughs> even though no lighting was happening. Like shots are overblown with light, like. And we were in it. It wasn't like, oh, that was a mistake. It was like, no, even if this was a mistake, I like it because now it's a motif. It was enjoyable. I like, I honestly enjoyed it. Uh, you know what I found really interesting about this film that I haven't seen in a while? And I don't know if this was intentional. I found the main male character, I forget his name, Joey? Joey. Joey. Mm-hmm. So unlikable. Oh, yeah. So unlikable. So he was the lead singer of the band and yeah. he just was complaining about everything. Judgy. was like always ripping into Jessica. Yes. And like, I thought that was actually a really interesting thing because it made us root for the vampires because yeah. we were like, this guy sucks. Oh, and sucks. we would have, yeah. we would have taken a drink at that point if we still had them. But yeah, it, so I found that really interesting. Of They're very clearly setting this guy up as the protagonist and uh-huh. I am not rooting for him at all. And I've never, yeah had I think any of our videos or any of our movies I don't think I've ever not rooted for the main character in some way yeah yeah yeah. you know whether the main character was the vampire or the human you know I I always there was always something about the main main character that you were like okay I see why we're following his story yes but this guy I was like oh my god he is just the worst I do I do enjoy an unlikable protagonist you do I do because you have to work a little harder to make the people around him interesting it kind of makes it so that it is a community show or like an everybody movie because this true. is because we, we really liked the people around around him. him and we even though they were annoying and obnoxious and at one point his ex-girlfriend not Jessica another ex-girlfriend yeah he had a lot a of bottle exes. at his head <laughs> and it shatters and he passes out for a couple of hours and they just left him and everybody's kind of like okay yeah yeah well and it's funny too because they were all like well that's rock and roll yeah yeah, yeah. he you just get hit with a bottle in the head and, and no one takes you. you to the hospital but you know what people were loving our set yeah so so we couldn't leave so i don't know is that is that good writing or lazy writing because i know i've heard before and i've struggled with this in my own writing hmm. of it's a lot easier to have a main character that's like for some reason boring main character syndrome is like a real thing mm-hmm. you you write the character as if it was you almost mm-hmm. and then it's so it's easier to make that person eccentric and that person mean and that person a little wild because yeah. i don't know there's something about your main character too that it's also easier, you know, and, and this is a trap that I have fallen into and a lot of new writers fall into of your main character things just happen to them. Yes, exactly. Instead of them taking action. Yes. And I feel like he didn't really take action until the very end when he was like, make me a vampire. And so I wasn't sure if it was the writing I didn't agree with or if we were supposed to be like, or, you know, or if the trait they just picked for him was unlikable. I think that. Wow, that's super interesting because I think I, again, I like unlikable protagonists Mm -hmm. because something else needs to keep me invested in the story if it's not the main person. And I also think it's more um, human to have unlikable main characters. I don't think anything was happening to him. I think the lack of anything happening to him was making him make terrible decisions. Oh, Yeah. And I don't think that it was forcing him to make terrible decisions because he could have retired early. I think that it was forcing his hand and he kept making terrible decisions. Decisions that I didn't agree with and that's what made him unlikable. I think, you know what I mean? He wasn't a boring main character. Yeah. He was just a main character whose decisions I didn't agree with. That's you know what really I mean, good point. and it's very interesting because, like, in, if you've ever seen Never Have I Ever, have mm-hmm. you seen it? In Never the first Have I Ever, yeah. 
okay, you gotta watch the second season because <laughs> that girl. I know, but she stressed me out so much in the first season. Exactly. Which is good writing. Exactly. That is- she is not a likable. Debbie is That's- not a likable main character. Oh, you're right. She is not likable. And I still am rooting for her because she's a young girl. But that's interesting. And she's I coming was, of age. Yeah. I he's a grown man, like, who should have his life together. And that's why I can't root for him because I was like, oh, you've made the bad decisions up until here. And I can't blame hormones. But because she's a teenage girl <laughs> yeah. and she's like a teenage girl and she is minority, I'm still rooting for her to make better decisions <laughs> because I see the people around her trying to make better decisions and help her out. Yeah. But no one around, going back to the movie, Joey. no one around Joey is making any better decisions. Like, literally, no other person is making better decisions. They're just nicer people. Mm. That's the only reason we're, we're on their side. It's literally, like, which one is the best of the worst options. That's true, because we, like, I I was talking about how much I loved the drummer, and it's because he was just a sweet, nice guy. Yeah. But I don't... He didn't make decisions. He didn't make decisions, but I remember the line that won me over is that they were all complaining oh. that Jessica wasn't there the next day, you know, but they're about to leave, and Joey's like, oh, where is she? And Tyler's like, oh, where is she? And I don't even know the drummer's name nah, sweet yeah. boy but he was like i hope she's okay and they, they were, were like, like god stop da, 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 da. they didn't say stop they were like joey goes joey said verbatim she's always okay but she's just not considerate or something like that i, I love how you said verbatim, verbatim but and said something like yeah that. because she because he did say she's always okay yeah and i was like that's not true yeah and this is why you're and they, it, they talk about her addiction problem exactly like, so clearly she has, has a problem okay. and then at one point they were like he was like that's why i broke up with her he was like and then somebody else goes i thought she broke up with you because you were inconsiderate and i was like that makes sense this is tracking now that makes a lot of sense also the cut right before that scene was so like the way that this was edited was also hilarious. i remember you said that you're like oh i like the transition i love the transitions because they they suck but drink drink yeah <laughs> they're terrible but in the way that the movie is terrible but not terrible like uh, it was it stayed in theme yeah so it was like red sky to red sky uh flash down to them standing on a corner why are they standing on this corner this was not and who stands on a corner faced in one straight line talking to their friends i've never stood in a straight line look unless i'm in like a episode of pretty little liars and we're watching a house burn down they're literally not looking at anything they're just standing in a straight line and then they freaking re enacted the Beatles cover. Yes. Like, yes. They, absolutely unnecessary. Like, that's half a day that they spent doing that for no reason. <laughs> they, no they words. They did their own no, crossing of Abbey right, Road looking yeah. thing. Like, for no reason, though. So it's just like, I... Um, well, you know what really got me in the transitions what? was those stop motion. They did oh, like stop motion of the car like driving crazy all over travel. the road. So that was plane, wild. Cars. Bat. Bat, yeah. They had a stop motion bat. bat. Yeah, it was, it, I thought it was really cool, actually. The bat was like leather. Um, it was <laughs> cool. Like, I don't know. I like the, the different art forms combining to make this like super this weird, gnarly little. thing. But the, the thing is that like we were talking about it earlier and we can't think of the plot of Queen of the Dam. Right. But I can clearly tell you what this plot is. Yeah. I can tell you what happened and I can tell you that it was kind of a, a rock musical. Yeah. 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 That's a really good point. And, and something that I found really interesting about this for us specifically is and I, I don't know if I, if this makes it harder for me to watch movies or not, but it was about a group of struggling musicians, which mm-hmm. can equate to struggling artists, mm-hmm. which can be like a reminder of what it's like to be an actor mm-hmm. in your 20s. And like, it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's, it was a little interesting to watch it and be like, 
I kind of get it. Yeah. I kind of, like, they had talked about how they had been in it for 10 years. Yeah. Kind of weren't making any uh, headway. And mm. and honestly kind of turned to this, like, they were like, well, people are really responding to this, like, vampire trick. Yeah. You know, and somebody even accused them. He was like, it's not that your music's good. It's that people are coming to see the freak show because you have a vampire on the stage. Mm-hmm. But it's like... In a weird way, in entertainment, you do kind of have to have a pull. Yeah, you kind of have to have something that makes you stand out. And so even though it was like this really absurd exaggeration of that, of Mm -hmm. like, haha, we're all going to turn into vampires, part Mm -hmm. of me was like, yo, I get it. Yeah. If I had been doing this for 10 years, was sleeping in my car some nights, Mm -hmm. and like finally found something that was like getting through to people, I would also run with mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. for better or for worse, I guess. And that that that's always interesting when these kind of movies are just like, I wasn't expecting to think about that tonight. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting to have a film kind of like hit close to home in a way you weren't expecting. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, oh, what? Yeah. What I do. Yeah. Um, we also talk a lot about how, you know, vampirism can be used as a metaphor. This one was very clearly a metaphor for, for addiction. addiction. She even said it. She was yeah. like um, I'm an addict. Yeah, you know? she literally said she was like she was like eating somebody, and they were like, "What? What? Why are you doing this?" She was like, "I literally can't help myself. Like, I'm an addict. Like, this is what I need." Mm-hmm. On and also on eating people, they didn't have any neck biting, which shocked oh. me. They had wrist biting, they ankle biting, inner arm, biting. inner arm, and the one time they had anything to do with the neck, and I thought this was kind of brilliant. She stabs a guy with a straw. And then literally uses him like a juice box. Yes. Oh, also at the end when he kills the other guy by mistake with his nails. Oh, that with his was super interesting. sharp nails. Yeah. He slashes his throat. And we don't notice that he um he slashed his throat until he called him a wanker and died. <laughs> and Bacola goes, Those are his last words. Those were his last that was his last word. Um, and the very respect. the very ending, the very last kill I got a kick out of when they're they've trapped Queenie and He's killed the drummer, which was so sad. I was so like, sad. Don't let the sweet one die. I know. And then Joey comes up behind Queenie and with Queenie's guitar, stakes him through the heart yep. and then plays a guitar riff. Like, how rude. Yeah. But very rock and roll. Very rock and roll. Very. How many songs do you think were in that movie? Probably. Like, that they sang. Like, not eight. just, like, scoring. Eight. There were so. There were so many. Many. But you know what? In a weird way, it didn't take over as much as i was worried about because like here's the thing this one it made sense they were musicians Mm -hmm. they you know there was a reason for them to be singing they Mm -hmm. were at a lot of concerts Mm -hmm. i think where you know the issues we've run into in past movies is that they wanted to play the song but didn't have any visuals to go with it which is why you end up with you know in the lost boys the mindless flying i think we had one that was like this weird like tracking shot through a park mm-hmm. in like Queen of the Damned or something. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so at this one, I actually, as much as I was like, ha ha ha, we were right. It's just an extended extended music video. I was like, well, at least the music makes sense. Yeah. And you're right. The lyrics were actually pretty clever sometimes. Yep. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of a a jam. Yeah. And it, the, the, I would say majority of the music really propelled the story forward yeah. or at least explained what just happened. Yes. So yes. like it was oh, a helpful, it was a helpful part of the story, which yeah. is, which was nice, you know, um, but not in a way that made uh, Julia sleep. We also watched it early enough in the, in the, you know, it's the, only you know, 930 and we're, that we're recording yeah, this, which true. means we started at like seven, which means I was still awake enough. Yeah. No, um, sometimes you just be like, no, they repeated it. I'm not out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Um, which is understandable. I get it. 
I get it. <laughs> so um, this movie was something I found interesting was, so 2009, yes. right? Mm-hmm. One, something that made me laugh so hard is one of the <laughs> headlines. When after the whole band became vampires and was like taking over the world, one of the head- headlines came up was, vampires eat the Jonas Brothers. And I was not expecting that because this movie felt a lot older than it was. Uh And so then to have like a modern Modern reference, reference. I was like, oh, hello. But um, I think something that made it feel older to me is I actually found the movie pretty sexist. Um, Oh, in what way? I I just thought that every single comment they had they made about Jessica was negative. Mm. Like, and I, I remember the one that like finally, I think the one that made me finally notice it was when they were in the recording studio and she was like, yeah, I wrote this new song. It's called I'm a Fool. And he was like, yeah, you were, girl. And that just like, for some reason, that comment made me realize that literally every comment, everything people said to her was something negative or was a dig at her or... I don't think so. I think only Joey was being a a a-hole to her. Specifically because the other guys in the band were in love with her. And... The other guys in the band, I think that it was, I still agree that it probably was sexist, but it wasn't, at one point, the drummer that you love so much goes, I think I'm in love with her too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, maybe because she's the only woman. There weren't very many women in this movie. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why. I mean, if yeah. there had been more women, I would have been like, oh, okay, they just don't like Jessica. No. But I feel like they also said some kind of like rude comments about Susan. I mean, there was a lot of like yeah. woman oh, yeah, on woman actual- sexism too, where she was like, you know, I oh, think yeah. Susan called Jessica the junkie slut and Jessica called, called Susan, Susan a cow. cow. Like it was just like, it just felt like a lot of the conversations around women and towards women was like very negative. Yeah. That makes that. Yeah. That <laughs> I honestly am not surprised by that I honestly also but that's what made me feel like it was from the 80s which made me so surprised then when the Jonas Brothers were brought up yeah you're like but this was 2009 2009 (laughs) sexism was still cool oh no think about like that's terrible to say but you all know what I mean yeah it it just didn't like a movie that got made in 2009 would not get made now yeah you know um so it's just it's it's interesting it is um all in the timing I will say one thing that (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if this made me like the movie more. It probably did. But it also tripped me out a little bit. I kind of thought she looked like me. Yes. With the dark hair and the yes. blue eyes yep. and the pale skin. Yep. I was like, I think I even said multiple times, like, this should have been me. Yep. Like, this should have been my role. And yes. so, I don't know. It was fun for me because, like, as you all know, like, I desperately want to be in a vampire-themed yes. TV show or uh-huh. movie. Mm-hmm. And so I kept being like, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I could have done that. No, oh, I totally could have done yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> truly. So um, I had fun with that. And, like, this, even singing, she started harmonizing with her. And uh-huh. the songs she didn't, that Julia did not know was just like, oh, yeah, I got it. And started singing. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. That, like, what I was if like, you, hold my LaCroix. Yeah, you got, got, got this. But what would be really cool? What I think would be interesting is to see what this movie would be rewritten now yeah. as a predominantly female band. Yeah. And it's Let's like the it. one dude. I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be like an overboard. You know, like the second overboard where it's actually the woman that got oh, the I guy. haven't seen either oh, of them. Oh, one of my favorite movies because it used to be, it was with Goldie Hawn. And then Anna Ferris did the remake. Yeah. Oh. And it's super cute. And like my mom used to watch it. Like, my mom and I watched it. It was with um, Goldie Hawn and her husband did it. Um, yeah. Okay. So what are some of the tropes? <laughs> okay. Coming so, back to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so the tropes in this is that we had a a Van Helsing, but it was Van Helsig. So that's been a common recurrence. Van Helsig had garlic hanging on his rearview mirror, which really made me laugh. Really liked about that is they never called attention to it. Oh, yeah. They just it was did just it. there. It was yep. just there. It was just part of the production Very te- design. Testful. Um, I didn't really get, like, so the Van Helsing character did have, like, that steak in a crossbow thing, mm-hmm. which is pretty common, but I almost wanted him to have just, like, more steaks and, like, more ways to kill vampires because, mm-hmm. so what happened is Queenie had also turned, like, the love of his life into a vampire. Mm-hmm. So he had this, But like, he didn't know that. He yeah, thought he thought he had called, just killed her. Yeah. So but he had a personal She's vendetta. a pop star in Japan. Fakola, what are some tropes you noticed? Wow. <laughs> um, some of the tropes I noticed. Um... What oh they talked about not being able to see yourself in mirrors, yes. which I thought was really funny. The Hugo character, who's basically Guillermo, um, uh, just was funny. That he was very he was funny. just funny. Um, he was very sweet. Like he, he was, was very, very endearing. He did not want any smoke, and he was trying to be supportive. And they never turned him. He and just I feel bad. To be immortal. Like not that I want him to be a vampire, but like they really did that man dirty. They did. They took advantage of him. They did. <laughs> he needs to join a union. Give this man an IATSE. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, he, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that's another trope. What else? Uh, blood sucking. Something um, I did find interesting is did you notice the couple times that they showed them looking in the mirror, they had like Queenie's eyes appear? Yeah. That, I thought that was new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where it's like your maker was like, I'm watching, watching you. you. <laughs> um, um, they did have, they did reference. We both thought this was clever in one of the songs when they were talking about being vampires. It was like, he was talking about like, you know, it was, it was in the song. It was like, oh, she's so hot. She's a vampire. She looks in the mirror and like, oh, what did they even say? It was something about like looking in the mirror and not believing what she sees or like. Yeah, something like that. And you were like, ha, get, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like she's a she can't, she can't, she doesn't even, oh, she doesn't see herself. Oh, yeah. It was like, I look in the, uh, she looks in the mirror and doesn't see, her, like, I don't know. So about how like great that. she was. Like, she couldn't even see how great she, she was. was yeah. She looked in the mirror and didn't see herself. And we were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's a vampire. She's a vampire. Um, another trope that I really liked is that you had to drink the vampire's blood yeah. to turn into a vampire. So to turn the last vampire ex-boyfriend now boyfriend, <laughs> she bit her lip and they made out. That was actually really clever. Yeah, and it was hot. Good. Okay. I mean, not like hot as in I want that to happen to me, but I mean like if you're going for the sexy vampire thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because like while they're kissing, he opens his eyes and they're like red, which yeah. means that he's hungry. Yeah. Um. So something, that was cool. And something they did in this one too is that there was also the like – you're not a complete vampire until you feed. So they had this one moment where, mm-hmm. you know, the first time she goes out in the sun, she gets really, really sick. And we were like, okay, that checks out. And then mm-hmm. later when she turns the two other band members into vampires, Joey even goes, well, why aren't they getting sick? And she was like, well, I, you know, they're vampires, but they haven't fed yet. Which, yeah. you know, kind of means like we haven't finished the circle, circle kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was interesting and something that definitely held up of that there can be like stages of vampirism. Yes. And then Bacola pointed out a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> was that after Van Helsing gets, I think her name was Belle? No. His girl? Oh, yes. Um, no, that's not her name. Um, I don't remember. No, it's Daniela. Danielle. Danielle. Okay, it rhymes with Belle, so I was close. Wow. Um, it means beautiful. And I was just calling her, I was just calling her beautiful in French in honor of Hugo. Oh, um, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh-huh. Um, when Danielle 
uh, when Queenie dies and Danielle gets turned back into a human, Bakola goes, oh, she aged. Yeah, Which she did age. kind of reminds me of that scene in Rapunzel <laughs> where the nope. when the old mom oh, loses yes, yes, the yes, power yeah. and she, like, turns into the old lady that yeah. you, because the, the hair kept giving her youth. I was like, okay, that I'm glad yeah. they followed through with that. Speaking of Disney, why is it that old older women are always the villains? Hmm? What Don't we see a problem with that, Disney? What, now... To being old and is a problem now, you know. <laughs> Be- what? Yeah, Disney really went being old makes you bitter. Yeah, but only for the women. The men are fine and hot and jacked and like merman. Like what? Yeah, Trident. Trident's Trident chilling. Trident was having. He was living his best life. You know what I mean? I think and all the Disney got some mommy issues. Yeah, and then Ursula was trying to teach this little girl a lesson, and now she the bad guy. What? She was saying, if he don't listen to you, don't be with him, girl. And she and everybody's like, Is that the lesson Ursula was trying to teach? Yes. I think that if a man- She took away her voice. Yes, exactly. How was he going to listen to her if she had no voice? If he didn't notice that she didn't have a voice and still chose to marry her, that is a problem. Look for a man who wants to hear your opinions, baby girl. Let me tell you. She was trying to teach that girl a lesson. Yeah. And then we made her the bad guy. Yeah. Nah, just be, she's that way for a reason. I'm just saying, Ursula been my main girl. Say word. I had a teddy bear in middle school named Ursula oh. that a boy gave me. And I was like, I'm naming it Ursula. And he was like, okay, bet. Yeah. And he'd be like, how's Ursula? I'm like, she's doing well. Thank you so much. Where's this boy now? I don't know where the boy is. I don't know where the teddy bear is. What? How is that the question right now? Because that was sweet. That he gave me a teddy bear and I named it Ursula. And then he would check in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name was Peter. I don't remember. Anyway. Cola, go find this man. Why? Because oh. he gave me a teddy bear? Yeah, I want to set you two like up. Like 20 years ago? What are yeah. you talking about? That sounds like a rom-com in the making. That sounds ridiculous. Why? And congratulations to all the people that met the love of their life when they were 10. But I'm not going to hold on to a 10-year-old who couldn't make decisions or use the bathroom on their own and say that now he's the love of my life. That's ridiculous. He's allowed to grow up, Cola. He's he probably is matured. To gr- he's probably matured, has a kid, a whole wife, has grown out of us being 10-year-olds. I'm not going to be like, remember that winter? time you gave me a thing when we were 10 let's be in love now i think it's pretty sweet yeah yeah a bunch of people have given me a bunch of things and i'm I'm gonna run around marrying them well good for you some of us don't get anything from anybody so wow (laughs) you heard it here the drama the drama (laughs) i'm just really emotional let's go through all the things in your room that someone has given you okay start we're not doing that right now (laughs) on the radio they can't see it Anyway, um, you're really living your new life as a radio talk show host. Do, do I still sound like that? <laughs> no, but you just called us the radio, and it made me just. That's true. Back to the beginning. We're back. You had okay, found your new sorry. We we went completely off topic. We did. But you know. But I promise we actually did like for. this movie for the yes. most part. I just feel like there isn't too much to discuss. Like it was very. It was like silly. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. It, it was trope mild. Yeah. It, like it alluded to tropes more than it actually like, and that was something that actually. Actually, would have kind of mm. liked more of for from a spoof. Mm. Like, I feel like if you're gonna classify something as a spoof or like a like, I don't know. I almost felt like things needed to be a little, a little bit, bit sillier, yeah, a little yeah. bit more over the top, and in yeah. not in the ways that they did it. So, like, you were right that they went over the top a lot in like their coloring of things. Yeah, like, uh-huh. they really blew out the lights, and and there was like a lot of he kept having this like in his like subconscious, mm-hmm. like he was at a literal crossroads, and then Alice mm-hmm. Cooper <laughs> would Just come in, up. yeah, he'd be like, "You're at a crossroads in your life." I'm like, "Okay, I see what we did Thank here." Thank you, Alice. Um, um, and but that was like this eerie like super white like unbalanced coloring yeah, uh-huh. and so it was like cheesy in that way whereas i kind of wanted it to be a little cheesier in the dialogue 
Yes, you know the I mean? dialogue was very serious. And even the jokes, the funny was, again, how serious it was. So, like, mm. it wasn't, um, I get what you mean. It wasn't, like, nothing about this was absurd to the characters. And and it, so it never pushed it. So people never even questioned. Yeah. They weren't like, oh, my gosh, you're a vampire. They are like, oh, you're sucking blood. This is the, okay. And, like, we lived in a world where I guess there were vampires and people were okay with that. The, you know, that's interesting because I, I agree. I feel like that was never fully explained because they he was, like, shocked. Like, when Joey found out, found out that Jessica was a vampire, he was, uh-huh. like, very shocked and outraged and all this stuff. But well, then once never the whole- Never afraid. Right. And, well, then once the whole band was vampires, people were very quick- to accept it yeah. and then like capitalize on it, which yes. I thought was interesting. You know, all the headlines were like, all vampire band takes world by storm. Yes. And and I thought, I was like, okay, that's, I'm a little unclear about where vampires stand in this reality, mm, you know, mm-hmm. in this world. Because also when Queenie enters the bar for the first time, mm-hmm. like he looks so, cr- like he, he stands like, out. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. Like There's a vampire. No in this man. And no one really bats an eye. Like, the only yeah. thing people say is, they're like, oh, Jessica's talking to that creepy guy. And Tyler is like, what creepy guy? And he's like, oh, wait, yeah, he is kind of creepy. creepy. Like, yep. uh-huh. And that's kind of the only thing that's said. Yep. And then when she, like, goes off with him, like, no one stops her. <laughs> no, Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, no one stops her. They're just like, oh, yeah, she's just going off with that guy. She was like, I'm going to a party. And he goes, here, hand out the flyers. It has the new website on it. Which I did think, though, gave us a lot of backstory without completely spelling it out. I was uh-huh. like, oh, this girl had, like, especially once I learned that they had been a band for 10 years, yeah. that made a little bit more sense. I kind of wanted that before because at first I was like, wow, they're just such terrible people. And then once I learned that they'd been a band for 10 years, I was like, oh, she has pulled this shit before. Yeah, like she, they know each yeah, other. She's they're disappeared not, on them. Yeah. She's gone and she's done risky things yeah. and, you know, still makes it to the gig on time or whatever. Yeah. And so I did think it took a second to, like, connect all the pieces. And then once I did... That whole backstory kind of got fleshed out for me. Got it. Uh-huh. But it was, I felt like it was told out of order. Oh, okay. I honestly was okay with the way the reveals were. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it didn't feel, it was a, I feel like we needed, we did that thing where we didn't know enough as the, um, as the audience and then we caught up and then we knew more than the main character. Mm. So at like a good amount of time, we were confused for a little bit. We caught up to the main character. There was like a really good sweet spot where us and the main character were on the same page. And then we started knowing a little bit more. Yeah. That's when Hugo started hiding Jessica's stuff and we knew a little bit more than he did. We we watched poor Hugo unravel mentally. Truly. Like she literally, she made that poor man bring a hacksaw out every time she killed someone crazy and dispose of the body by literally hacking it to pieces my, like yeah ooh. my favorite thing is that the first excuse was um uh she was like oh they were like where's hugo and she was like oh he had a little nosebleed and he gets in the car and he looks like he murdered someone yeah he look he, he, he literally looks like, looks he, like he just murdered hacked someone, someone apart. and we're just like everybody's like um all right well guess we're going and it was just like excuse me it's like hell of a nosebleed word i'd be like sir you need to get out the car you what but i did like that the second time when he had disposed of the second body and they went out to dinner they were like hugo wash your hands (laughs) he was like i did they were like wash it again again. (laughs) he's just the poor guy's just stained in blood and you're right he had a very renfield um, thing where he started eating flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally started eating flies. And I, I, I was a little confused on that because I was like, oh, is he just 
cracking or no. did she give him like a little bit of blood but i i don't think so i think he was literally just losing it yeah he was like i want to be a vampire so bad all right oh the flies are nasty and i'm like i don't think vampires eat flies but whatever um <laughs> Oof. yeah that was creepy it was it was quite hilarious okay so um uh would you recommend this yo i don't know because so halfway through, Francesca did get up and leave. She was like, I'm feeling motivated to finish some work I had to do. And I was like, That's okay, right. either she's stressed about work or she's really bored by this movie. I was thoroughly entertained by it. But again, I feel like I am the target audience yes. for a spoof. Um, I I don't know. I had f- I just thought it was fun. Like, yeah. I thought it was a fun, easy watch. Yeah. Um, I thought the songs were kind of fun. I yeah. thought it was just ridiculous enough. Um, but I thought that they had just enough, like, like, there was just enough things that I was looking forward to. Like, I was looking forward to any time, like, Tyler or the drummer were on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Alice Cooper in it, which I just thought yeah. was cool and kind of yeah. lended a little bit of credibility to them, just because he, yeah. he's strange and is Alice Cooper. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I just, I just thought it was absurd and silly, and I would give it a maybe. Okay. Funnily enough, I would recommend this movie to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, someone that's, like, super into vampires, somebody that, like, I would recommend this to Nikhil and, yes. uh, and would want to see what he thought of yes. it. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. if you if you are an avid listener, go back and listen to the episode with Nikhil and us. He is uh, a- res- Season two, episode one. So, yes. He is a fellow- um, vampire lover, aficionado, aficionado. He Expert. like knows his stuff. He really knows his stuff. Um, we should have him on again. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, so he, I think I would recommend it to him to see where that scales for him because you know, and he's probably already seen it. <laughs> That's the interesting part. He's probably already seen it. It like feels rude when someone's seen a vampire movie that we haven't. I'm like, excuse yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, When I get questioned about it, and I'm like, wait, I'm the one that doesn't like them, but I, like, know so much now. <laughs> like, I'm so knowledgeable that people are like, wait, I thought you didn't like it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I can know stuff. And has this, has this nudged your dial a little bit? This movie? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely, positively not. I still... <laughs> the vampires I, make successful artists. And? I don't know. Okay, yeah. You, that statement, no, no. Susan, no, no. I, it has not, um, nudged me in any way, shape, or form. Um, and I honestly, I don't know if I would recommend this to someone who wasn't a rock and roll lover or a vampire lover. I agree with that. Yeah. I feel like you have to be into one of the the two two. aesthetics because that is the whole movie aesthetic. Yep. It's around rock and roll. And, and like grunge, yes, 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 and yes. vampires. So yes. like, you got to be into one of them. Yes, and someone I would who, recommend it to someone who loved Queen of the Damned. Yeah, but um, Francesca loves Queen of the Damned, and she, I, you know what <gasps> yeah. I mean. Oh, so that's like, a good I'm point. not sure, but it, I think that that is a good gauging system to be mm. like, hey, this is kind of a funny version of that, but there's also <laughs> really great music, and like, and like, they are the relationships are funny, and I think that they did a really good job of making. The, like the characters weren't super fully fleshed out like almost at all like no one had parents but um but uh like no one even mentioned parents that like what yeah they did at the very end they were visiting Jessica's mom oh yes 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 and she's a very competent charades player yes anyway there you go. see I remember that quote directly but like you know what I mean like they they kind of like floated in air yeah in a way but I did enjoy 
how they related to each other. Yeah. Like, everyone knew their place. It was like, Hugo's this guy, and Jeff is the sleazy manager that quits but comes back when they start making a little mm-hmm. bit of money that was mm-hmm. sleeping with Joey's ex-girlfriend that hit him with a bottle in the head. It was very complicated. It and he dumps her immediately. immediately. He's like, Jeff, does it bother you that I'm sleeping with Susan? And Jeff's like, yeah. yeah. Or Joey's like, yeah. And Jeff goes, sorry, Susan, we're done. And then Susan throws a bottle at him. Like, Susan's at, got at some Jeff. issues. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't know what she keeps finding bottles. I don't know if she carries well, them she's on doing her them at body. Bars. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> but I don't, you know, so, like. Someone give this woman a drink and a cup. Yeah, exactly. She can't you be know? trusted. She can't be trusted. I don't even know if they're her bottles. I think she's just grabbing <laughs> other people's bottles and chucking them at people's heads. And then drinking her beer. And drinking her beer. Yes. But that is the way to do it. You yeah. don't throw your own drink no, on someone. No, no. Pay she was like, this cost me $8 for this. Oh, you're getting wow. overcharged for beer. Anyway, <laughs> that was a lot. Um, but yeah, so, um, how many, um, how many, how many, Bacolas? how many, are we still gauging them on Bacolas? I think so. I'd oh. give it like a 2.75 out of five. Maybe okay. a three. Yeah, I would give it a three out of five. Yeah, that feels yeah, about yeah. right. Very solid. Middle um, of the road. Middle of the road, Had literally. Good moments. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. laughed a couple times. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, I heard you laugh those times. Um, <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm that but there you, was laughter. But this one wasn't the strongest of... It was, it was just a very... It, it was kind of a simple story. Yeah, it, but it wasn't a strong vampire movie. But I would say that it was a sh- very good music video yes it was absolutely a music video it was fantastic it's, and especially and if it's sense, i yeah. i want to know if the band like funded this of course they did <laughs> i think it was completely band funded and i think they did like an american idiot type thing oh where God. they just wrote it in like you know what i mean i do so it was a jukebox musical yeah we just didn't know it oh i think my it, God. i think that's exactly what it was i think it was a jukebox box musical with like you know and they got some really cool people to be a part of it and like it they and i think they were very successful truly yeah if i was watching it as a fan rock band lover and a grunge lover i'd be like that's dope even uh, we were like yo her makeup looks fly and that looks crazy and this like we've never complained about the pale makeup no chronos makeup no chronos makeup we never complained about it so like they did they they were there for that reason yeah they made them look and good. The, yeah. And like they really and, did. And, and the vampire stuff was the plot, but it wasn't the driving point. Mm-hmm. You know what I yes. mean? So like I would love to see a full vampire musical. You know what? If you want to see it, you should write it. I know. Well, you know what's funny actually? A couple of years ago, they were um a True Blood musical was in the works, works really? or in the talks. And I actually emailed the composer being like, hey, if you're looking for an assistant. That's awesome. I, I never heard anything back, but Aww, I was like, but that's really I cool. need to be a part of this in some way. Yeah, that's like, really cool. I already knew my like end of act one song would be uh, like a three-part harmony between Sam, Bill, and Eric. Of their line that Bill always says, Sookie is mine. And that's all I wanted. Oh, wow. I wanted a fugue good. of that. And you see, Sookie I should just mine. write it and be like, you didn't answer me? Fine. I'm gonna take the option. Well, you could just write that song. <laughs> Suki is mine. I'll yeah. just over and over. Yes. Yeah, Three part harmony. Suki is mine. Suki is mine. That was beautiful. That's copyrighted. You heard yeah. it here first. Yes. Boom boom cat. Boom boom. Um, um any final thoughts? 
Final thoughts. Pretty good. Three point three out of five Vicolas. Um, would recommend to grunge lovers and or vampire lovers, but mostly grunge and rock and roll lovers. Um, pretty dope. Makeup looks good. For some reason, I feel like if you listen to the Motley Crew, you'll like this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the vibe I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So if you like the Motley Crew, you'll probably like this movie. Um, if you're also looking for just like something like easy to like put on in the background. Yeah. Uh, this is also a good movie for that. Yes, with and musical interludes. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah, it was like a good it's time. just fun. You don't have to think too hard. Nope. And um, honestly, I think it's exactly what we needed after a really long week. Yeah, yeah. So is that it? Yes. Thank That's you all it. for joining thank us. Thank you guys for joining us. This is Bite Me. You can follow us on Instagram at Bite Me the Podcast. Uh, we are sponsored by Players, Performers, and Portrayers. You can learn more about Players, Performers, and Portrayers at you guessed it, Players, Performers, and Portrayers dot com. My name is Julia Steyer. I'm Bacola Ogunmola. Bye. Bye.